No one is perfect, not even the Uggs. But don't tell them I said that. Here are some screw-ups, edits, and extras from the last episode of The Ugly Truth. We call them Ugly Cuts. But, you know, the weather was so bad. It was literally like hurricane winds, pelting rain. It was just awful. So we didn't really have anybody come over until like much later in the evening because everyone was kind of busy or doing their own thing or whatever was going on. So we were watching it for by ourselves for quite a while. So Mm. a lot. I thought that was really cool. Um, But when... Misha Tate has been trying to get the belt for so long in that division really and has. just could not champion Ronda Rousey because she's just a, such a bulldog. It was great to see her get that. I don't think that Ronda Rousey is going to come back and try for that belt yet. I think that Holly Holm and Ronda Rousey are going to fight again. And then whoever wins that fight will fight Misha Tate is how I think it should go. I really that's, that's my opinion. Okay, I really hope that happens because I so First of all, I was I was disappointed that Holly didn't win only because uh-huh. they had gone all five rounds. Holly yeah. was clearly winning that fight. There was she was. It was actually not as not that obvious if when you look at this. I listened to the Joe Rogan show and they looked at the scorecards. It was not that. It was not that obvious. I felt it was really close. I felt like Holly was clearly winning, but maybe no, that's not just, with those takedowns. Not, that was just my opinion. And so there was two minutes left in the mm-hmm. fifth round. I felt like she would have held on to the belt. And, I, and then I felt like she would have taken Rousey again when Rousey, whenever she decides to saunter back. Sure. And then she probably would have beaten her again. And Holly mm-hmm. would have been the champion, you know, like you without a doubt the champion. she would have proven herself right right, right. but um you know like victor said because i was i'm just like yeah i'm like but she got the belt by takedown and i'm like for the rest of the fight though she couldn't punch her she really couldn't kick her she just she only could get her by takedown but mm-hmm. victor said it doesn't matter by the means that she got her it's just the fact that she got her she just found her she everybody they knew their weaknesses they knew that first of all misha Tate cannot be knocked out it's almost impossible she's so she's like gonna a, lose she's a giant punching bag she was going to lose by decision if she was going to lose and misha was like this is my only to her when i've seen the interviews she's like this is my only chance to get this belt i have to do it and she went balls to the wall and she did what she does best which is takedowns and she choked her out and she's definitely got a good ground game she's unbelievable and she can take a punch and so to me it's like i'm watching this going you know technically holly holm was winning i think two of the three rounds for sure but misha tate took her down so many times yeah there was you can't say that she was obviously winning in my opinion it was a very very good equally grounded fight but misha knew her weaknesses and was ready for it and she kept trying to find the opportunities and holly was just had been practicing so much how to avoid them that it it was a challenge but when she they were both well first of all the diaz brothers bleed like pigs they just do well because they're full of scar tissue is yes. what the announcer said whatever or the commentator they, said they do bleed and so that was okay um mcgregor has not ever been hit by somebody at 170 and so we all were sure that it wasn't going to be a laydown. neither none of us thought that it was going to be a 13 second fight and when he and what the thing that I love the most is that he was slapping him. That's what made me laugh. We were laughing. I'm like, Nate is literally slapping him. Wait, it you was mean so the funny. First, first round or second round? Uh, well, 
the first the end of the first round but the second round was when it ended but this is the deal we're watching it the first round it's pretty even i don't know if there was just too much nerves or if i don't really know what happened in the first round there was i mean there was strikes here's the thing is is i think conor mcgregor underestimated how big nate was yes and how tall he he was and so when he was doing his kicks and punches it was just all air balls like they just they weren't connecting well you know nate diaz has got a longer reach way longer reach yeah and so just nothing was connecting and so i mean obviously something connected because he did you know get a punch and made him hit but i mean i i think you could flick nate diaz and he'd start bleeding and so yes it (laughs) i I mean no doubt i'm sure you've watched the replays on shit my computer keeps unplugging hold on is it still recording yeah it's recording oh okay it's just the power cord So anyways, um, Mm -hmm. so, but the second round, Nate Diaz, I don't really know what changed, but I think he just kind of started, here's the thing. So Nick Diaz, you obviously, and I told you, he wasn't going to be, he wasn't going to be allowed there because he, he was there. He just wasn't in the ring or like on the side. He wasn't even in the arena, Jamie. Yeah, he was in Vegas. They interviewed him. No, he was in Vegas, but he wasn't yeah. in the arena. No, that's what I mean. You were and right about that. Because he's been banned because right. of pot. Okay. Which is stupid. John Jones is sitting there ringside because, mm-hmm. you know, oh, just maybe a year ago, he he was in a hit and run with a pregnant woman because he yeah. was coked out of his mind. Right. And now he's gonna have a champion belt match right. in Which April. And I'm just like, in what world does that make sense? Because he was a, he was not um, being he was not training for a fight. He was not scheduled for a fight, and they don't care what you do in your off time. But Nick Diaz is a rebel is a rebellious person who, regardless of how harmless weed may be to someone who is an athlete. You know, my personal opinion is if you want to do that, that's your choice. I don't think it should be a banned substance personally, but especially because it's legal in California with. Yes, but but it's I don't think it is in Nevada, which is where they fight. And so when you test positive for a banned substance, it doesn't really matter what it is. You broke a rule. Was he training for a fight? Yes. And so that's the problem. And the other thing is, is that. He's been he he almost it feels like he does it out of spite, you know, because he doesn't care. And so the problem is now is they got mad at him and basically wanted to get put completely put him out of business. And luckily, they've reversed a lot of those decisions. So he will be able to fight again much sooner. But, um, you know, he's already on the he's on the I think what is he? Thirty two. 33? I mean, he's not he's exactly there. a He's not as chicken. old as freaking geriatric Silva, who f- <laughs> whose fights are so flipping boring now. Well, he lo- I can't he even lost. stand. No, I thought yeah. he won to Bips Ring. Or no, Bisping won. God, Bisping. I'm just yeah. like, that guy is so... F- it's like watching an aerobic exercise watching him fight now. <laughs> I think what it is is that, you know, I think he loves to spar. I think he loves to fight. It's all he's ever done. And it's not about winning belts anymore for him. It's just about bouts. Well, it's boring. 
Well, it is for us, but I mean, I think for him, he loves doing it. And I know that he, you know, he's on a lot of teams. I mean, he coaches through his gym. And so I'm sure that this is just part of it. As long as he doesn't, you know, break his leg again or something. I mean, he'll always, he's a Hall of Fame MMA champion. He always will be. He's I just, up there with Chuck Liddell and GSP, but. but back to yeah. Nate Diaz yes. and, and Anders, or um, John Jones. <laughs> I mean, it's not even an agree to disagree. It's just trying to understand the nature of the business. And, you know, we're not in it. But I I do know that, you know, there are people who are far worse people or far worse humans who do horrific things and are still making millions of dollars and have tons of fans. And it's like nothing, not a day has passed. So some people never pay the price and some people pay heavily and some people do what you know work out and do it the right way if they can and i i mean really it's all his to lose it's 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 anybody's to lose really i mean anybody on this planet it's it's yours to lose you work real hard and you screw up you whatever the whatever the circumstances are you have to work your way back up to it and you know you may not think it's fair but i'm sure he's you know, I'm sure losing multiple millions of dollars and endorsements and respect and his belt and championship and all of that, that means something to him. I probably, and, no, I'm sure it does. In fact, I saw an interview with him and uh, Cormier and Cormier, he wasn't, um, I mean, a lot of the these fights are mind games anyway to each yes, other. But absolutely. he says, he says, you, if, he's, if you can bring yourself, you know, and, and, and make sure you're there at the fight you know, without any issues, then I'll fight you. Yeah. And so I'm like, hey, that's a fair statement. You know? It is a fair statement. It's a it's and it's true when when you have clouded your reputation, mm-hmm. like the chick, the tennis chick, the the one Maria Sharpova, the one oh, that just yeah. went publicly and said, yeah, I've been using this. It was my mistake. And she lost the Nike deal. You but know, she's Nike's not effing around anymore, I man. I understand they, that, though, because, I mean, it's a legal substance where she's from and she's been using it for like six years, though. So well, people use it all the time. The problem was, is they gave her ample notice to stop using it. And she didn't. Oh. And her team didn't stop her either. So she there there comes a point when you're actively choosing to use it. I got gotcha. you. You know what I'm saying? And that's the I think that's the problem is that a lot of people are saying, you know, I saw one guy go, oh, her doctor and her manager and her PR team, they failed her. And I'm like, okay, nobody was shoving that shit in her veins. Okay. She chose to do it when they told her five times in four weeks, you have to stop using this. It's illegal now. And she's like, okay, psh- you know, I'll, I'll stop next week. Right. You know, it's she's not she didn't. And so she admitted it. And now she's lost a million, a multimillion dollar contract. And she probably will have to retire because she's banned from tennis. Yeah, really? For an indefinite amount of time. And she didn't hurt anybody either, but herself and yeah. all of her team and all the people that make a living off of her. I know. That's so terrible. Yeah. So, I mean, it's the same difference. It, it's just, you know. It, that seems pretty harsh to me personally, but so three people are making it happen from Stockton. So uh, you know what? Though the funny thing with the Diaz brothers is that you know before Conor McGregor, they were the quintessential shit talkers in the UFC. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so now, not only are they continuing, I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, I don't know if you follow them on Facebook, but I do. It is just 
hysterical. I follow them. Yeah, I do. It is hysterical how they've been riding this wave. And you know what I really like about it is they are rich now. <laughs> I just love it. I love that they've well, made some they money. I think they had some money before. No, 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 no. The biggest, the biggest payout that Nate Diaz ever had before last weekend was 40 grand. This He walked out of that arena a millionaire and respect. And yeah. he has... He literally can do anything now. I, well, I mean, I can't I mean, wait to see Nick what happens. Nick must have had some money because he fought Anderson Silva. Yeah, that was a payout. So, that was a payout. But he also lost. But he still fought him, though. And they, it, it they wasn't a million dollars. But they And they went all five rounds, I think. It was not a million dollar payout. I'm telling you that. This this Conor McGregor is, is the biggest thing the UFC has outside of Ronda Rousey. And so, and the fact that he had never lost Clearly, I mean, obviously, Conor McGregor, which it just nauseates me about the (laughs) UFC, is is that when they get these, these, you know, prized fighters, they basically let them dictate whatever they want to do. And I'm just like, I... Well, they make it seem that way. Well, because they said, Conor, who are you fighting next? He's like, you know, I don't really know who I am. And I'm like, oh, I guess the fighters are dictating who they are fighting next. You know, the UFC doesn't determine... No, is they absolutely determined. Conor Gruger has no say. It, he, he really, if he, I think if he had his choice, he would have tried to school um, Cerrone because they, they too have had their well, because run-ins. he knows he can beat him because Cowboy. That's Cerrone not true. Is, Cowboy Cerrone is slow. Well, he's a my, good fighter, but he's slow. My point is this: is that maybe if you. Maybe the reason that I have a different perspective than you on this is because I am a habitual listener of Joe Rogan, who commentate, who's been commentating the UFC since before the UFC even existed. He has been in the MMA world. He is known about, you know, he remembers Pride and all of these other pre-UFC brands where they were fighting MMA style. And if you listen to his podcast, because, you know, you guys, <laughs> he needs the listeners. Um Right. You get a really good insight to how the UFC really works. It's a business. And they love guys like Conor McGregor and John Jones and the Diaz brothers and Ronda Rousey because that's people pay to hate them. And that's the point. And and these guys know it. I mean, they Conor McGregor knows exactly what kind of people hate him. And he doesn't mind because he'll be like, I'll take your money. That's fine. Watch me lose. That's all right. But because... He's really, really good. He is a really good fight. He's an amazing fighter. And he bit off more than he could chew. And he admitted it. And the thing mm-hmm. is, is that you people like you still hate him. And it's to him, it's, it does not matter. He's still ruling the roost right now. And I, I remember when John Jones was the ruler of the UFC, when he was the king of the UFC, and then he was humbled, and then he was arrested, and it was just a nightmare for the UFC, but it's like, I wonder who it's going to be next. Like, who will be the next king or queen? You know, because you just never know who are they going to crown the next person that we're all supposed to hate. And if you listen to the Joe Rogan show, you will get such an insight on how they run that business and how it's so calculated. Nothing is random. Nothing. And that's why it's so fun. You know, I find it really fun because at the end of the day, they still have to be a good fighter. They still often have to know their jujitsu and their Muay Thai and all that other stuff that I have absolutely no idea about. 
So <laughs> to me, it's like, I love it. I love the Diaz brothers. I love Conor McGregor because they make it exciting. Can you imagine if there was all like Anderson Silva fights? No, no one would care. God, no. The funny thing about Conor McGregor to me is he is very eloquently spoken, but you can tell he's a foreigner because some mm-hmm. of his shit talking <laughs> is... Um, Old English. It's kind of archaic. You it know? is. It's so like when he called egg. when he called Nate Diaz like a cholo, and I'm just like, I'm like, come on, that's you, not even an I'm insult. Like, who even uses that word anymore? <laughs> except for like, except for really? Latin girls. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, fire whoever told you to use that word. Yeah, just right. Like, you know, go I'm through like, your team and find out who who googled like, that as an insult for Mexicans. And I'm just like, that's ridiculous. I'm just like, that's so you. I mean, that's the part where you know, I'm just like, uh oh. I'm like, we've got a foreigner on our hands because <laughs> you know, clearly yes. he's not current on like you know. The, the, the current slang, the current the insults, expletives I know. you should be using, or you know, uh, the derogatory so statements funny. you should be calling people. But anyway, so uh, well, so speaking of brothers, um, um, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm looking it up because I wanted to remember. There it is. My sibling is weird. Okay. Unless, of course, you want to talk about Kim Kardashian's body. Uh, I don't. I don't know what how are you looking on time. Uh, we can. I think we should do. I think he's going to edit our UFC quite a bit. Okay, so you want because it about went it? Thir- it went thirty minutes. So I think he's going to probably chop that up a little bit because for just for the listener, it's going to be a little long. Okay, so he'll probably put some of the stuff in so we can do one more story to kind of give him some options. Is kind of what I'm thinking. Okay, so as much as our listeners hate to hear about the Kardashians and we do too, mm-hmm. I thought it was kind of funny <laughs> this week that uh, what was it International Women's Week this week. <laughs> International Women's Day. Women's Day this week. Yes, we get and one so day. In honor of that, uh, Miss Kim Kardashian decided to take a picture of her. Well, I guess it, she didn't take a picture. She posted a picture of herself. It was an mm-hmm. old photo, and yes. she was naked. Yes. And she got quite a bit of backlash for the photo from uh, various celebrities. And my Bette pers- Midler. My personal <laughs> favorite was the one from Bette Midler saying yes. that um, the only way we were going to see a new part of kim kardashian is if she swallowed a camera and yes. i thought that was really funny because i thought it was funny too it's true but kim went on the uh offensive the, the defense or the offense defense. yes and um she started you know tweeting back to all these celebrities that had basically tweeted her um criticism and she you know was flinging all this mud and saying all these terrible things and then someone said like "Uh oh it looks like Kanye hijacked Kim's phone and honestly I thought I actually thought that happened because she made a a comment about how she was transferring 53 million to the joint account yeah something and I'm like crazy but so are you drinking and then she posted another naked selfie and yeah you know here's the thing is is like you know, there's a lot going on. I don't I don't follow anything Kardashian because I'm just so oversaturated with them. Mm-hmm. But I see them doing what I perceive to be as a lot of Hail Marys recently. I agree. Um, and so I'm guessing they're just losing their grasp um, on on people because I think that the the the. Uh, 
the wave is coming to an end. Yeah, the pandalarium's yeah. kind of over. And yeah. so Kim... It was always going to happen. It, it was always going to happen. But mm-hmm. I guess, unfortunately, they are not going to go quietly into the night. They're going to try and They're going to cling. They're going to try and do whatever they can to cling the on to The death rattle. This, yes. This. The death rattle of social relevancy. Which is unfortunate. I don't know why they're going to do that. I Well, they're attention. They're intent, attention lovers. Just and, like and I don't really know why Kim feels the need to constantly, um, you know, show parts of her body like that. I mean, no doubt she's a very attractive. I personally think she's a very attractive woman and she does have, um, you know, a lovely figure. Yeah. But I don't know that it needs to be exposed like that for everyone to see. I know um, I know for yeah. me personally, um, you know. I would not be comfortable doing that. Um, you know, I I wouldn't I wouldn't want my children knowing other people see me like that. You know, well, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's private. That, yeah, but it, okay, but you're not talking about someone who's ever been private about their body. I mean, this well, is a girl right. who created her empire on a porn. So, well, and she even said that she says you're talking about something I did like 13 years ago. So what? And so what? Yeah. And who's still capitalizing on it, by the way? Well, and you? not just that, but I mean, we're talking about something that happened 13 years ago, but your husband just came out with an album where he quotes right. it. Exactly. So if, if you want to say it was so long ago, why, then is, why is he still referencing mm-hmm. it in his exactly. album? It's, yeah, I don't. Well, the, the funniest part of this whole thing, because I don't know why it got some. Oh, I think it's because it caught Bette ben Miller's uh, attention is the only reason why this has become a thing. Because it's not like she hasn't posted nude photos. She's been nude on. Co- she's been in Playboy. She did a nude cover shot on some random New York magazine, oh, like not paper. even a year ago. Was it paper? I mean, yeah. So it's not like this is anything unusual for her but um i think because a celebrity happened to catch a glimpse of it and and make a remark a comedic remark by the way which i thought was funny yeah and it should have been taken that way uh has been blown up into something completely different but what was hysterical is that pink the singer pink who i actually don't like very much decided to chime in and she was going on about, hey, maybe you don't need to be showing your titties and your ass. You know, why don't you, you know, dig a little deeper and, you know, show what a, a courageous, brilliant woman you are. And then everybody who knows her well retweeted and said, really, Pink? And they showed all these pictures of her naked, <laughs> of Pink naked, all these pictures about how she uses her tits and ass to get attention. And it was like, of all the people, girl, look at your own Look at your own self first before you start telling people not to use their tits when there's literally topless photos of you recently showing them off. And Pink doesn't even have any tits. I don't know what she's talking about. They're not they're not um, Armenian breasts. No, they're little white girl breasts, I guess. I don't know. But they're but that's not the point. The point is, is that she's been naked many, many times. It's just that she doesn't have a blowjob porn out there yet i guess i don't know i just don't understand these it was a bit celebrities. it was a bit hypocritical i just don't understand these celebrities that take these photos like that i mean like what's the purpose it's it really i don't understand the purpose it's like are they looking for that constant because i used to follow this other celebrity on instagram and she posted a picture she's just like me laying by the pool with my puppy and the picture was of the dog and behind it was her in her bikini. It, her face wasn't in the picture, but she was leaning forward, and it was basically just a picture of her boobs. Mm-hmm. And and I'm like, it's a. And so I put in the comments, I'm like, it's a picture of your boobs and the dog. <laughs> and I'm just like, what is the point of this picture? 
And well, so I got like a bunch of haters, you know, yeah. resp- which I, I, I guess had I used my brain, I would, I should have foreseen that. But I mean, the whole point was, <laughs> I'm just like, why do these people take these pictures? Like, what is well, the point? I will tell you this, that if I looked like pink or Kim Kardashian or even um, what's uh, Mrs. Osborne did one in Solidarity. Sharon Osborne. Oh, okay. She too posted a nude photo in solidarity with Kim Kardashian supporting her right to post nude photos. And to me, it's like, if I looked like that, I would definitely have photos taken. I would. Absolutely. Because they're beautiful. The woman, a woman's body's gorgeous. It's a beautiful thing, personally. And I don't find it offensive. I, I don't know if I would necessarily utilize that to make money or you know um exploit it in a way that is raunchy but i i think that some of the photos that kim has had taken of her nude body are beautiful and they're are yeah. they're very artistic and so but i don't know if that's why she was posting it i think you're right i think it was more of an attention type thing of trying to get herself trending and that's different right. but but I so I would I'm not opposed to nude photos ever. I think if no. you even if you aren't even if you don't look like that and you want nude photos, I think you should do it. I just I mean like I personally wouldn't post a nude photo of myself on Ugly Truth. Well, you know? okay, so I take that back. Actually, I have actually done um, boudoir photos of myself. Yeah. I I did have them professionally done. So. I don't think there's anything wrong with those types of photos. I think what makes the difference is the intent. Would I yes. act, would I ever post them or have them like, you know, out there? No, I would right. never do that because, you know, I took them specifically for a person as a right. gift. And that's different because they were only meant for, you know, one person's eyes. Right. You know, they weren't meant for everybody to see. For, the, they weren't, for your six million followers? No, they weren't meant for everyone <laughs> else's eyes. They were There's meant, a, they were meant yeah. specifically for one person. There are a lot of people in the entertainment and music industries who feel it necessary to showcase their bodies. And you know what? If, they, if, if that's their choice, I, I mean, I don't begrudge them from doing it, but... As a personal choice, if I was to have nude photos taken, even if I did allow others to see it, it would be for the for the sake of art. It would not be for the sake of trying to get more followers or retweets or something as superficial as that. But, you know, the reality is, is that people like the Kardashians, they make their money on their bodies and their face and um, their social media is their engine. And so... I think the whole thing was blown out of proportion. I think Bette Midler was just being cracking a joke and being funny because it's true. We've all seen Kim Kardashian's body. And, you know, once again, we were seeing it. And she's like, God, how many times do we have to show us something new, Kim? You know, that's pretty much what she was saying. And I thought it was funny. But it it did go a little psychotic. But it does. You can get deep on on the discussion of nudity and social media and intent. You're right. It's all intent. And, And Kim Kardashian's intent was not to be artistic and it, it, was it not. had nothing to do with you know i'm i'm declaring my independence as a no. woman and blah 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 no. it's like, that's bullshit <laughs> it's just is doing not it, it to get attention and exactly to, you, know, you know basically get and i think that's really what it is is i think the kardashians mm-hmm. are dipping and i yeah. think that you know that's why there's so much emphasis on you know 
every media side, all they ever do is talk about the Kardashians. And if you read all the comments, people are just sick of them. Yeah. I mean, well, the, the tide is coming to an end, as you as you said. And so and they are not going to go quietly in the night. Well, not at all. That'll be funny to watch then. It will be an interesting I think it's gonna be scene. Re- I think it? it's going to be ridiculous. <laughs> so. <laughs> Is it for it? Well, are, is it is it to join as a team? Well, it's Perhaps. just like what he did for, you know, that was his six hundred and thirty five dollars, six hundred and thirty five. And so when I told Victor that he's like, well, he's all reliving the good old days does come at a price, I guess. And I'm just like, is that what it is? A no. bunch of old guys? You I, know, don't, I don't think so. Playing? I don't know. You know, so that way they don't have to get tackled, but they can still play football and so they don't break a hip. You know, without and they, you know, I'm like, I could see that. A bunch well, of, I will tell you this. You may not remember this, but our dad actually played flag football. What? Yeah, he played for two years. He played. Um, let's see. I was probably 12 and 13 years old. And he used to play on a flag football team. And they played at San Juan High School every week. That's and ridiculous. he had practice and they were I just remember they wore red jerseys and he had the number 29 and his oh. uh he had his name Bobby on the back of his jersey. That's funny. Well, I'm sure he didn't pay six hundred and thirty-five dollars no. to do that. But. He was wearing jeans and Adidas. Aww, I highly doubt it. That sounds cute. <laughs> well, you know, back back in the day when he was young, I suppose. I'm sure, but regardless, I just thought it. That's that's ridiculous. I mean. But I just can't seem to do it right. I, I just, I hate that about myself. It's like, why can't I just have a flawless meet and greet? Like when I met Adam Carolla, not flawless, horribly flawed, awkward, completely awkward. It's so, But I mean, the second time with the glass of wine and the business card, that was good. It was, except that, you know, I think it made him uncomfortable because he felt the need to come over and thank us. And he didn't have to, but he's just that that way. And I just was without you know and I was really disappointed because the whole time I'm sitting there looking at him and he didn't make any eye contact with me because I think it was uncomfortable for him yeah uh and we were sitting down we never stood up and I'm like why didn't we stand up like why did we make him stand over our table like he's a waiter or something you know it's like I don't know you replay all of these things in your mind (laughs) going why didn't we do that you know went to a suburban but um yeah but it was it was a really pleasant i did find out that um i went to all four years of homecoming when i was in high school and one i'm not going to say what year but uh one of the persons that the guy that i went to homecoming with ended up in prison oh (laughs) shocking it was for drugs not surprising okay and i guess he's out now but it's still i was like wow really so you dated a bad boy kind of well he was a bad boy then he was one that picked me up in a van Oh. And mom allowed it. I mean, can you even yeah. stand it? So did you fool around with him that night? Hell no. He oh, was okay. not. I would. No. God. I was like, I did not put out in high school. I was a really good girl. I did not put out. Like ever. not even like hand jobs. Nope. No. Nope. Oh. My first. Well, I mean, I did do. I did uh, perform oral sex on one boy that I thought was like the, the, the one. And then and then it was and it was very infrequent at that. Oh, okay. I mean, if we had stayed together, we I definitely would have had sex with him, but it just didn't it didn't happen. Gotcha. Because he was kind of an asshole. But oh, okay. it worked out that I didn't do that. But anyway, um, no, it was just funny because she, Debbie had said the name. and I go, oh, my God, I went to homecoming with him at this year. And everybody started laughing. <laughs> I was How like, funny. yeah, embarrassing. But oh, well, cool. there you go. Felon. 
I'm just not good at making friends, you know? And I, I was telling Daryl this, and maybe you can relate. Um, and maybe not so much, because you actually had more friends than we did, me and Stephanie and Allison. Yeah. When your best friends are your sisters, yeah, you don't really know what's appropriate. Um, so you don't know if you're behaving weirdly or um, awkwardly because you don't have to with your sisters. You can behave any way you want because they know you like they know themselves. So when you bring in foreign people and you start do being yourself, it's either going to be off-putting or they're going to be like, I really don't know how to respond to this. You know, or you're, I mean, for me, I'm always concerned that I'm a little too much for people because... I've never had to restrain my my personality mm-hmm. with others ever because my best friends are my sisters. So there's no level of acceptance that you won't take. You know what I mean? I mean, I find that my personality is off-putting and people don't know how to respond to it, but I still have friends regardless. Right. Well, uh, me too. I do. Because, I do. you know, those are the things that I think that they find the most interesting anyway. You know, sure. those, those, like, those what qualities. What will Paula say today? Yeah. I, but, and Daryl said that too. He goes, well, those are the best parts of you. I go, I know. But the thing is, is that you, you know, you never know if those are the people that are going to accept it and love it. Or if they're going to be like, never want to see her again. You I know? mean, I wouldn't say that they were going to invite me to church or anything like that. <laughs> so, I mean. It's like, I, I don't want you to. You're the friend that my mom will never meet. <laughs> no, I've had, I've met some of my friend's parents before. Oh, I have too. You know? I'm just kidding. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, but I, I don't have a large group of friends. I have a very small, close-knit group of friends. Right. So. Well, I think that's why I, I'm nervous to meet people that I've I've known in my past, but I don't necessarily would, I wouldn't know anything about them now. Facebook only gives you the superficial details. So when you actually go the next step and you're talking to someone, it's weird because you're, you're thinking, well, for me anyway, I'm thinking... I don't even know if I'm behaving properly because I've never had to worry about it before because the the group of friends I have are consistent of all of my sisters and like one or two really close friends. And, you know, there's been times where I come to find out they're like, we can't stand you and not my sisters, but other people. And you're like, really, has that always been the case? Then you start to question, (laughs) you start to question how you behave in public. Which I always do anyway, so. Well, that's the good thing about Facebook. If people can't stand you, they'll just unfriend you. Or unfollow, or unfollow you. you. Mm-hmm. Which you it's don't really true. know. So. Thanks for checking out this week's Ugly Cuts. Join us for an all-new episode dropping every Sunday on your favorite podcast platform. And, of course, UglyTruth.com. That's U-G-L-E-E Truth.com. <laughs>